Okay, good morning everybody. Okay. <laughs> so, it is very interesting to see and hear what people talk about this temple. The glory of this place always um, spreading very fast around the country and around the world. Uh, so, people who visit this place and people who hear about this place always contacting and making comments about this beautiful space we have. Uh, so after opening the temple, so I became kind of consultant. And so people contacting me and asking, especially young monks uh, who are moving to North America, and they are thinking find a place and find some work and supporting to people. And sometimes they don't have guidance and they don't know how to do it. And also it's very scary for unknown. So after we opened this beautiful place, um, so everybody get excited. And so I did something here because no ego about it. Uh, so always somebody contacts and ask some guidance. How did you do this? Um, last night, I before I go to bed, um, uh, one of young monks uh, uh, called me out of state and he said, I'm very interested uh, to hear about your work. And so I want to uh, get some advice and some guidelines. Um, how did you do this? Uh, so you came to Chicago uh, without any experience, uh, without community, and but you made hold your life and built this community. And so can you give some uh, advice? Uh, so what are the secrets uh, you have? So it is very interesting when people ask that question. So I don't know what I have to say. And so then I made the joke, uh, I charge hourly, and, but I will give you a 10% discount. <laughs> so just kidding. And so, <laughs> so then we start to talk, and so we talk almost one hour. So I was laying in the bed because I almost ready to go to bed. So then um, after I talked with him, I start to think. And so I gave him a couple of hints and guidelines. Um, so in the beginning when I do this, I didn't think about too much. I don't know even what I'm doing. So then now mindfully, lovingly, when I think about his, this whole journey, I get some interesting um, experiences and uh, wisdom. So I remember how it started with few people, Jason and Bill were there, if I, yeah, you know, Jason and Bill were there, so at that time, so it's very interesting, still they are sitting in front of me. <laughs> and uh, so then I talked to that young monk, um, if you want to hear my secret, uh, number one, we practice wisdom. We practice here wisdom in this place, even few people, seven, eight people. I always um, encourage them to practice wisdom practice. Um, so that's the whole the core teaching of the Buddha. And the second thing, I always encourage people, give the guidelines to practice compassion. So wisdom and compassion always our core uh, main practice of the Blue Lotus Temple. So then after you know the establishing the Blue Lotus Temple, then I had to pick uh, board members. So it is totally up to me how I'm going to pick, and so because I'm the executive director, and so. 
every time when I pick board members, I was thinking and watching and observing years or two, how many people, who are the people really deeply focused on their practice. And so how much they are making their commitment to their spiritual path. And so I don't want to have any board members who are arguing and fighting and I don't want to uh, have that experience. So last 10 years I did very well with the Blue Lotus members, uh, the board members. They are wonderful because always I encourage them. Uh, so this is our part of our spiritual journey. We are just doing our legal things and as board members, but this is our spiritual journey, this is part of it. So everybody listened to me and everybody did very well uh, last 10 years practicing here this beautiful place. So now I know after we open this place, uh, so many uh, people uh, come to this place. So many people, because some people think, you know, they, even they cannot believe we have such a place, this small town called the Woodstock, uh, there's a uh, Buddhist temple exist. And, um, you know, like few days ago, a uh, young couple visited the temple, and so it's a snowy day, and they were coming to this dark brick uh, building. It is kind of very scary outside. And like a, you know, the haunted house or something like that. <laughs> and so then after they come in, they even they cannot believe their eyes. And so it's bright and colorful, and very peaceful. Buddha standing and Jesus standing other side. And you know, it's a very beautiful uh, combination. And they said, "Wow, they are kind of like this." And so, what is that? So sharing this, all those things. What I am asking you, especially for new people, and um, sometimes I feel uh, I am getting distance from the temple now because it's big and big community, and also I am not here that much at the temple. So I am always traveling somewhere else. Um, so I don't want to see that, you know, the essence of our beginning, I don't want to see we are going to lose. If you lose that, that is our downfall. So what I am suggesting you when you come to this place, number one is our meditation practice and our compassion practice. If you really focus on those two qualities, we are fine. It doesn't matter 100 people come to the Blue Lotus Temple or 2000 people come to the Blue Lotus Temple, it doesn't matter. If you are really focused on that wisdom practice and compassion practice, things working very well here. So. Sometimes people uh, come and you know, make the comments and I cannot believe how friendly Blue Lotus people, they are very friendly, welcoming, always laughing. And so the monks are really laughing loud. <laughs> and so sometimes we don't have a reason to laugh, still we are laughing. <laughs> and so that's how we build this place, with love and compassion, always we have wisdom. And we never build ego in people's minds, right? Only thing we build, wisdom and compassion. So, how many people totally new to temple? Very new. Like maybe two months coming to the temple. And so how do you feel about it? I, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I feel pretty amazing about it. Um, 
about the bill and the Jason and the first time when we start we didn't have this kind of beautiful experience cold basement sitting and, <laughs> and, and that's how we did the practice right so then actually we didn't have that kind of excitement experience but the the beginning of our journey everybody's intention we are looking for something deep and wise and compassionate experience so I, that's what I keep, uh, you know, the telling you. I don't want to see that we are losing that essence of our beginning of our journey. So now we have this beautiful place. Keep uh, put your intention to your practice. So today, what I want to talk to you about: what is this practice? Always we are talking about this mindfulness practice or meditation, and always we are keep coming here, sitting here, closing your eyes. Sometimes a painful knee hurt, back pain. And sometimes people, when they come to the temple, you think, oh, it's peaceful, uh, you know, like John, and it's a very peaceful experience. But when you are sitting for a while, it is not peaceful at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so then how do you feel about it? So what is that? What we are looking for? So we call the mindfulness practice. What is this mindfulness practice? So the, before the mindfulness practice, you know, what you are doing as meditation practice here, what you are doing? Especially, you know, there may be no idea, right? So especially for new people, that's what, you know, I'm, you know, that's why I'm very concerned about new people. New people, always new people contact me, you know, the, you know, the email or something like that. Always ask, I'm asking them, please make a one-on-one. -on -one. You know, when you come to like this big meeting, they don't get the right message sometimes because we are not really focusing individual. So when I work with one-on-one, -on -one, always I can see they keep coming to the temple because in the first place I put them to the right ideas and what they have to do. Uh, so why, how you feel about this meditation? What is the purpose of doing this meditation? No yeah, so see, that, exactly, you know, I, exactly, that's how I really feel, you know, thank you so much. And being honest, you know, no idea. So many people who come to meditation practice, always they are finding, uh, looking for a place to find some relax, you know, relaxing experience. Is it true? Sometimes, you know, life is tired, exhausted, and looking for some peace, right? Um, so, it is okay to come to this place, find some peace and happiness. How are you going to find it? 
just being here in that, you know, think about when you are sitting in this place, how do you feel? Relaxed and peaceful. What is that? Just those words doesn't make any sense, you know, doesn't make any meaning to us. So in this moment you feel relaxed and comfortable, but after you go out, that experience is totally vanished. Right? So, the relaxation and peaceful experiences, most of the time they are temporary. They are come and go. They always come and go. So, but still people keep coming to this place, you know, looking for that experience in a deeper level. So, if you want to get that deeper experience, you have to meditate. But, you know, my personal experience, I don't like this word meditation, English word meditation at all. Because it doesn't give a right explanation what Buddha talk about mindfulness practice, or uh, the word you, he used, the bhavana, right? How many people heard that word bhavana? Yeah, many people, right? The bhavana, it means cultivation of the mind. We have to cultivate our mind. So let's go with our popular word, meditation. As meditation practice, what we have to do, not just uh, sitting here and experience, oh, very peaceful and quiet and, you know, the relaxing experience. That's not enough. That's not enough. What we have to do, we have to go to the deeper level of our practice and experience that cultivation. So then as this next question, what do you want to cultivate? Come here. Anything? You want to cultivate, make your life better and peaceful? Awareness. Awareness. You know, why we need awareness? See how things really are. Yeah, see how things really are. So anything? Impermanence. Impermanence. Anything? Flexibility. Yes, exactly. Anything else you, you know, the new people need as meditation practice? Yes? Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Great. Anything? Compassion. Compassion. Understanding. Understanding. Think about when you come to this room, sitting here, and you are training your mind to achieve those, you know, the, you know, meaning of those words. How you are going to achieve those meanings to your life, sitting here? Concentrate. Concentrate. So think about what we are doing. I said what we have to do as a meditation, we have to cultivate our mind, get into those qualities. So get into those qualities, what we have to do, we have to develop the mindfulness practice. Right? So you have to observe what is happening in your mind and what is happening in your body. Right? So think about everyday life. So it's very distracting and disturbing world we all are living. So so many annoying people <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, difficult family members and uh, mean boss at work and mean co-workers and so many people, that's our society. So when you are dealing in that kind of society and environment, it's very uh, difficult, right? So we need, what do you need? We need wisdom, as I said, and we need mindfulness, we need compassion, we need understanding, and how to deal with that. So to do that, so how this mindfulness practice affecting to our everyday life? What is this mindfulness? What is this mindfulness? How do you define that word mindfulness? Yeah? I, yeah, I probably don't have Conceptualizing it for myself is sort of uh, going through 
what would normally be a normal day of bouncing between emotions mm -hmm. based on external experiences mm -hmm. and instead understanding the arising of those emotions and being able to mm -hmm. hold them in compassion okay, and good. turn negative into positive. Yeah, very good, very good. Any other experiences? Um, Non-judgment mm -hmm, is okay. really important to my practice. Okay. Just about not, mm -hmm. you know, seeing things but not not judging them. Very good, very good. Anything? Uh, my definition is just that it's an open, non-judgmental right, awareness exactly. it's a big of, area. The, of the present moment. Okay, yeah. I, I've seen it as, or I've felt that it's being present at the moment, mm -hmm. and all the things that are coming down on your life and focusing on yeah, I think, you know, I'm very glad everybody said perfect. And so, <laughs> so when we uh, practice mindfulness, three areas we had to focus on always because we don't have enough time to talk all of them, but, you know, just get a flavor and, you know, little taste and paying attention or awareness, right, is the number one, you know, paying attention to what? Our minds. Huh? Our minds. Our minds, okay. And anything? Our bodies. Our bodies. Emotions, yeah, reactions. okay. Reactions. Judgment. Yeah, judgment, okay. So paying attention to, you know, the whole of our life. So especially we have these senses, we have all the senses, right? So we have to pay attention to, you know, put the attention and awareness, mindfulness, those senses. Because using our senses, we are receiving things, right? So um, one time uh, after uh, last trip uh, coming from Sri Lanka, I was uh, driving uh, somewhere far away, um, so I don't want to drive that day and uh, somebody is driving for me. I was laying and I was kind of relaxing myself. I saw a billboard and it says, excite your senses. <laughs> That's a billboard, it's you know, like a commercial. When I read that, I felt that is the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. So that was my topic in that evening. So always you, your society, encourage people to excite, excite, excite. So the meditation practice is opposite of that. Opposite of that. Mindfulness practice opposite of that. So there is no excitement. There is the wisdom and understanding what you feel, what you see, what you hear, what you taste. Right? So paying attention means bring that awareness uh, to your senses whatever you see everyday life, right? Number two is what she said, live in present moment. Live in present moment. So sometimes people talking to me, oh, how I'm going to live in present moment, how I'm going to plan my future? <laughs> right? I would plan my future. Of course, I'm doing my future too. <laughs> and so we always have to plan our future, but without big expectation, keep doing whatever you want to do. And, but enjoy this moment what you are doing, right? Then you really, you can enjoy uh, moment to moment each activity, um, uh, your companionship with other people, you can connect with them and you can laugh, you can smile. And so always you are being present. Otherwise, people who are not enjoying the present moment, what they are doing, always complaining, right? Complaining about. So just try to think about that present moment. Then third one, what you know, you talk about. What is the third one? Non-judgmental. 
non-judgmental. So when you live in this society, looking at other people and uh, observing the society, always we are judging uh, external, you know, the people and um, situations and also internal situations, you know, the inner, uh, I call the phenomena, we are judging. So the my word for the judgments, uh, we are making a stories. So the, the stories we are making, those are true stories, no, most of the stories, mind-made, mind-made stories. So the, the story we build, we are giving the energy and the breath to the story. So think about you are starting that story uh, today, this morning. You are keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking. Now you are thinking like three weeks. End of three weeks, you cannot remember who made this story. <laughs> Right? Then you are angry with your husband because of you, I'm so angry today. Because, because of my wife or because of my children or because of my co-workers. We cannot even remember who started this, who made this. So the person who really practice, you know, the, those three things, you know, the awareness, live in present moment, non-judgment, always understand the problem is in me, not somewhere else. So, let's, you know, the, close it up. <laughs> and so when you come to this place, what I really want you to do, if you want to do something, actually nothing to do. And so, focus on those areas. Cultivate your mind as meditation practice, bhavana. Keep cultivating those qualities, <laughs> wonderful qualities. And keep focusing on those three areas, paying attention, awareness, living the present moment, and also non-judgmental. Don't make a story. Just observing everyday life. And uh, I really love this experience. I always telling people, I like, you know, the, how my teacher trained me in the beginning of a young monk. And when you practice meditation and bring more awareness to your life, always you have to practice as an owl. You know the owl? What is the nature of the owl? I don't know the nature of the owl. In the beginning, I was like a 13, 14 years old. And because I'm always talkative, you can see it. And, so, <laughs> and keep talking and, you know, always asking so many questions and, you know, with my teacher even. So then he said, one day you had to be an, an owl. You had to observe like an owl. What is that? Then I asked, what is an owl? Then owl always shaking the head. And always owl listening loud very widely listening and and also owl has a wide open two eyes and two ears and shake his head lot so the person who practice mindfulness i think the way i feel i really like that you know the analogy about owl always listening lot watching lot and always shaking the head then we are out of trouble <laughs> That's what I'm doing always. I'm talking a lot and when I come to the point, my mindfulness always say, be quiet and listen a lot. And then I can see my love and compassion and all those good things happening inside me. Do they have owls in Sri Lanka? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but not loud and all but we can see them. Okay. Yeah. So any any thoughts? Not yes or no, you know, 
you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter how other person understands it. Sometimes people come to me, for example, they keep talking, it doesn't make any sense, and sometimes it doesn't go anywhere, and just um, consuming the time, and so people want to talk, you know. So then I feel, uh, because I'm not angry or disappointed, so how I react, I don't want to say anything, especially when people talk about the politics. I just... <laughs> then people, sometimes people, very close people of mine, they ask, are you tired listening to me? I said, yes. <laughs> I remember one young man, long time ago, came to my house, Crystal Lake house, and sitting with me like five hours, he's keep, keep talking about the space, you know, space. And I don't have any interest, and uh, no, I don't know where we are going, but I was keep <laughs> like five hours. <laughs> I don't want to hurt this feeling. But later I, ta you know, I talked to him because it is not right. Now he doesn't talk like that, and so, so good. <laughs> Thank you.